0: The Christian Atheist is also available on YouTube, and you will find other great content, including the literature I frequently refer to, on our Simple Gifts podcast. If you find our content helpful, consider supporting us through PayPal at RomansChapter5 at Comcast.net. Welcome to The Christian Atheist, where faith and reason fuse in the Incarnation. Episode number 24. Letters to my Atheist Self Letter number one On the example of Drew from the Genetically Modified Skeptic, I have decided to write a series of letters to my atheist self. Drew is a thoughtful and intelligent young man that reminds me in many ways of myself when I turned to atheism. I see much of myself in his attitude toward the world and others. He, like me, is seeking truth and he felt deceived by his understanding of God and his experience in an evangelical church context. In becoming an atheist, however, he maintains a sense of humility and common humanity. He is certainly different from the bitter and divisive atheism that oftentimes appears on the Internet. And I cannot help but wonder if his long-term experience might mirror my own. I pray it will. And that he won't allow his a priori commitment to a faith position to prevent an honest confrontation with the reason and evidence that would put his feet back on the way to truth and life. My first letter is sent back to the moment immediately preceding my leap into atheism. Dear John, You are embarking on a great Odyssean journey. You spent the first quarter century of your life as a Christian capped off with four years of Bible college. I know how difficult and confusing the last few years have been, both personally, marriage, finances, a diagnosis of type 1 diabetes mellitus, and educationally, the final year of Bible college, first semester of graduate school at Western Kentucky University, and your two years at Westchester University. Now, at the University of California, Irvine, you are under the tutelage of one of the most brilliant men you will ever meet, Hermano Bencivenga. You will thrive in this environment. Take advantage of it. You have endured a serious crisis of faith and are about to plunge into atheism. More on this below. But as your future self, I am excited for you, if a trifle disappointed and saddened. There is heartbreak but also a great deal of discovery and learning in front of you. And I want to affirm your most basic principles, as they will serve you well moving forward. Your commitment to truth, though it turn you from God at this moment, is precisely what it should be. Although you have not yet formulated it in this way, you will come to understand truth as the central value of your existence, and everything else will depend upon this commitment. The ethics of your childhood, that mixture of dad's strict and humble agnostic humanism with mom's quiet but immovable Christian faith, will serve you well in all your relations with others, even though you will never feel as though you fit in with anyone, anywhere, until you're 52. And I cannot even begin to prepare you for the events of that, Annus Mirabilis. Your love of science and discovery, learning for learning's sake, are some of your most serious passions, and I love that about you to this day. Science, as you properly conceive it, is one of the most powerful tools in pursuit of truth you will ever encounter. Your love of Kuhn's The Structure of Scientific Revolutions will serve you well as a check on the absolute claims of scientism, causing you to be even more of a skeptic than most skeptics. Remember, though, that skepticism is not an end in itself, but a tool for discovering truth, something the postmoderns you already find problematic never seemed to learn. Your time in academia will be filled with learning, not just about academic subjects, but also about academic individuals and institutions. Pay very careful attention to what you observe as your disillusion with the academy will come to mirror your disillusion with the Christian faith. As you plunge from the wood between the worlds, remember C.S. Lewis's magician's nephew, of agnosticism into the pool of atheism, remember what, and more importantly, who you leave behind. The pain you cause others with this step, more than anything else, you will regret. As you move forward through graduate school, you will answer a question that drove you to philosophy. What is wrong with our world? How did it go so far off track in so short a time? Stick close to Professor Benchevenga. He is perhaps the most honest of academics you will encounter. He will call a spade a spade when all others are calling it a club, a heart, or a diamond. You will discover an orthodoxy in academic belief and practice that rivals the religious convictions you are attempting to leave behind, though you are not yet ready to accept that fact. Benchivega is his own man, unorthodox, unafraid, nonconformist, marching to the beat of his own drummer, and he will allow and encourage your independent thought. More importantly, He will expose you at unparalleled depth to a philosophical tradition and a critical approach to philosophy that will revolutionize your thinking and provide historical context to address your deepest concerns. Before you leap from the wood of agnosticism into atheism, I would like to tell you one more thing. In case you haven't guessed from the vague hints above, in about 25 years, we find a rational path back to Christ. I'm not going to try to persuade you not to leap into that pool. Of all people, I understand the reasons you feel compelled to turn your back on everything you know and believe to this point in your life. Well, almost everything. It is possible that, given enough time, I might be able to persuade you knowing you and our history as I do. I think, however, that you must go into that pool. The author of our narrative has many twists and turns from you to me. But my faith now is so different, so much more vibrant and solid from what you've experienced in your Christian life to this point that I think we must traverse that narrative. As Aslan said to Lucy, Child, did I not explain to you that no one is ever told what would have happened? I don't know what would have happened if you didn't choose atheism. But I do know what did happen. And your traversal of The Wasteland ends in 2019 with me. I would gladly endure all that agony over and even over again to find the truth and the joy of our present. I am a Christian with the searching and skeptical mind of an atheist. I don't want to believe anything that isn't true. I know both sides of the looking glass and I know them with open eyes. I choose Christ's side. I invite you to join me from wherever you stand before the looking glass. That's this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can have your religious cake and eat it too. You can have reason, respect for science, a 21st century worldview, and be a Christian.